I'm first going to read a few psukim from the Torah, and then we'll go into the Midrash. So the Pasuk says, this is in Perak Memvav, Pasuk Chafvav, and then Pasuk Chafzayn. It's not on your photocopies, I'm just reading it from the Fumish. Kol HaNefesh HaBa'al Yaakov Mitzrayma Yotze Yerecho, all the souls, all the people who were coming with Yaakov to Mitzrayim, those who were descendants or issues of his loins, Mavad Neshevene Yaakov, besides the wives of Yaakov, of uh, the children of Yaakov, Kol Nefesh Yishim Vashesh. All of the people were 66. So if you count all the people that were mentioned until this point, you would get 66. Then it says, Chav Zayin, Ubenei Yosef, and the children of Yosef, Asher Yulad Lo B'Mitzrayim, Nefesh who were born to Yosef in Mitzrayim, two people, of course his sons, Menashe and Ephraim, Kol HaNefesh Levesi Yaakov HaBoa Mitzrayim HaShivim, all the people who came to Mitzrayim of Beis Yaakov were 70. So something is very curious here. We had 66, we added 3, and what did we get? 70. Now for all those who are really good at math, we know that number is one off. So let's take a look at first Rashi, and again, I'm not yet in the photocopy of the Midrash yet. I'm just giving us some background. So Rashi addresses this. <clears throat> and he says that originally when it's talking about 66 people, that those were all the people who were born in Eretz Canaan, Yaakov's family, 66 people. However, when you consider everybody who was in Mitzrayim, you have to add three more. That's Yosef, Menashe, and Ephraim. So who is the seven, the 70? The 70 is Yocheved. And that's the most commonly known opinion. We're going to see many. And Rashi says, <laughs> that Yocheved was added to the number because she was born between the walls. Now that means that on their way down to Mitzrayim, just as they're entering the city, there's walls there. And Yocheved is born right there at the entrance to Mitzrayim. Okay, that's Rashi. Now, in addition to that, I wanted to just bring out two points that are side points, but very beautiful shot, not related to the number idea. But the Pasuk says, Shivim Nefesh, 70 soul. That's a Lashon of Yachid. You would expect that it would say Nefashos. Rabbing. So Rashi also addresses this point, and he says, when it comes to Esav, they're called Nefashos because they serve many gods, Elohos Harbe. When it comes to Yaakov Avinu, it says, Nefesh, Lefishohoyu Ovdim, Lekel Echad, because we serve one God. So we're considered one person, one nation who's serving one God. That's why it's called. Nefesh. That's Rashi. The Kliyakar says a different shot, and he says as follows. Zakta Kliyakar, let me just get it for a minute. 
Even though there were many people, Nefashos Ravos, they called them Nefesh. Why? Because beforehand, there was jealousy between the brothers, the Shvatim and Yosef. So they were all separate. And now, as they're coming down to Mitzrayim, they became one, the Sorakina Sam, and their jealousy had been removed. So, Shivim Nefesh, Klal Yisrael is in a state of Achdus. No more jealousy between the brothers and Yosef. It's all unified and brotherly. That's a Lashon of Nefesh. Okay, so now, that's just a side point. Now, let's go into our Midrash, and we'll see on the top of the first page, right where it says, Letter Tess. The Midrash points out the discrepancy that we talked about. It says there were 66. It adds three more. That means 69, but it says 70. Rabbi Levi, B'Shem Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman. Rabbi Levi says in the name of Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman. Have you ever seen in all of your days Adam no shishim kosos, that a person would give to his friend 66 cups. And he gives him three more. And now you say, I have 70. So same point. What's wrong with your math? That's 69, not 70. Ella, what's happening? This, the 70th person is Yocheved. That she was mashling, she completed the number of Jews in Mitzrayim to 70. Said so 66 born in Canaan, you could say 67 born there because Yosef is part of this, he's born in Canaan too. But 66 who come from Canaan, three in Mitzrayim, Yosef, Menashe, and Ephraim, and Yocheved born on the way. Now we saw that in Rashi, and that's what the Midrash says right here. Rabbi Levi, B'Shem Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman Amar, Rabbi Levi says in the name of Shmuel Bar Nachman, Yocheved Ibura Be'eretz Kanan. Yocheved was conceived in Eretz Kanan. That's where her mother became pregnant, Ibura. V'leidasa Be'eretz Mitzrayim. But she was born in Mitzrayim. Hadahu deceive, as it says, V'shem Eshes Amram Yocheved, the name of Amram's wife was Yocheved, and the rest of that pasuk is Bas Levi, the daughter of Levi, Asher Yolda Osal Levi. I'm reading the pasuk; it's not in there, which was born to Levi in Mitzrayim. In Mitzrayim. So this second shot is actually different than the first one. The first one says that Yocheved was born Bein Hachomos, right at the entrance to Mitzrayim. That's where she's born. The second shot is that no. She actually came in in her mother's womb. That her mother, Yocheved's mother, walked into Mitzrayim pregnant, and then she gave birth in Mitzrayim, not at the entrance to Mitzrayim. It's a different shot. And the idea is that she's counted even though she's not yet born. That's the difference between the two pshatim. Al Payole de Mitzrayim Nolda. She's born at the gates of Mitzrayim. That's the first part. Rabbi Levi b'shem Rabbi Shmuel bar Nachman. Rabbi Levi says in the name of Shmuel bar Nachman, 
Lamud HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lihiyosmones HaShevet HaZeh Ad Shehu Bime'e'imo that it, Hashem is already accustomed to counting this Shevet Levi while they're still in their mother's womb, as we'll see in a minute. So two possibilities. She's born at the entrance to Mitzrayim, or she's born in Mitzrayim, but she's counted because she's already in her mother's womb, and that counts for this Shevet, as we'll see in a minute. Uh, Mrs. Hisby had a question? That's not, right? Sorry, but why was it, when we say three, why wasn't it twice? Right, so, the, right, so, excellent. So the Pesach says, Milvad, except for, the count is except for, Neshei v'nei Yaakov. The wives of the sons of Yaakov, meaning all the Shvatim had wives, and they were not counted in this count. Oh, none of the sons. Right. So you say, Gufa. You know, husband and wife are like one. So, so they're not counted. The wives of the other Shvatim are not counted. And Osnat is also not. She's the other saves wife. But are there any women? Counted? Pardon me? Yes, there are going to be a few women who get in, which is Serach, Bas Asher, Yochavet. But in terms, they're getting in, you might say, as individuals. But the wives of the Shvatim are considered it's all part of one, one same count. Husband and wife, Ishto, Kagufo. Yeah, please. So there were actually more than seven. So, so it would appear, yeah, because Mavad Nesheb and Yaakov, there is one other possibility which, which Rashi brings down too, that all their wives had died previously. And therefore, none of them were counted because they were not alive anymore. Now, if that's the case, why does it have to say Mavad Nesheb and Yaakov? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Elka, you had a question? That was the same question you had? Okay. Yeah, Revson, please. Well, my was, uh, were there any other women? She did. Was it just the wives that were not counted, or, and otherwise all single women were in the count that were going So, in? well, we only know of Serach and Yocheved and Dina. Excuse me, Dina is also uh-huh. counted here as well. And then do we yeah. say there no one else came into Mitzrayim pregnant, only Yocheved's mother? So I don't. The Rebbe says, "Did anybody else come in pregnant?" I don't know. This is the one that's mentioned that came in pregnant. Were the other women at the time? You'd think twelve Shvatim. You know, a lot of wives, someone's got to be pregnant. So, but it, it mentions this one. Were there others? I don't know. Makes me think you had to be special to be included in that count. Though. But there's something very particular about this number 70, right? That's no, clear. But about the people that get in the count. Right. It doesn't seem really representative of all the bodies that were going in. Right, it's close. It's close. It's just, just not the wives. You know, just not the wives. But they're included in their husband's uh, account. Except for those three exceptions. Okay, someone else had a hand up, as I know? Okay. All right, so now this part of the Midrash is just a, a, a quote from Divrei Hayomim, where we see that this Shevet Levi is counted sometimes even when it's still inside of the mother's womb. So just to read that line again Lamud Hashem is accustomed to. Count this tribe, Levi, Ad Shahubi Ima, while he's still in his mother's womb. Hadahu because it says in Divrei Hayamim, Liyudusun, for Yudusun, who was there? Bene Yudusun, Gedayahu, Utsri, Vishayahu, Chashavyahu, Umatisyo. It counts five people there. Chamishan Bifrad, Ubichlolan Shisha. 
but it, it counts them as six. So there's five, but they're counted as six. Levim. Why? Ella, af shimi mino. There was another one, and his name was Shimi. He was counted by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, ad shahu imo, while he was still in his mother's womb. So these are Levim. They were the ones who assigned, were assigned by David HaMelech to serve in the Beis HaMikdash when it would be built by Shlomo, the original rotation of shifts. So these are Yudusun's children. Five are mentioned, six are counted. That's because Shimi was still in, in the womb and he's still counted as one. He's a Levi. So this is a proof that Hashem counts the Levim even when they're in their mother's womb. Yeah, yeah, Chavi, please. Yeah, so usually 30 days, right? Exactly. So this is something unusual, and it's, and it's specific to B'nai Levi and Shevet Levi, that they are counted from the womb. It does not say why. It does not say why. It just brings a proof for it from this Pasuk in Divrei Hayamim, but that's all it says. So we kind of have to wonder about that. Yeah, please. Right. And then the later one right. So oftentimes the Chachamim will look at Tanakh not chronologically. It's all Baruch HaKodesh, so they'll take a Pasuk from here. So they're taking from Divrei Hayamim where it's very explicit that there are six count, there are five mentioned and the number six counted, it's very explicit. And we know that Shimi, because he's mentioned a little later in the Divri Hayamim there, so it's not so unusual that we'll find something like that. Look at it all as one body of Ruach HaKodesh, Kisve Kodesh. Okay, now let's just take a look at the, at the right side of the page of the Eitz Yosef, at the very top right. Uh, have you ever seen people count 69 and say it's 70? Just like it does here, where it says that there were 66 people. Then it counts Yosef and his sons, that's three more. And it says that there are 70, which is one off. Yotze Yerech Yaakov. Now, the Yosef points out, because here it says Yotze Yerech Yaakov, those who were issued from the loins of Yaakov, his descendants. And what do you have there? Kirashe Tevos, the Sofe Tevos, Yerech Yaakov. If you look at the first letter and the last letter of those two words, Yerech Yaakov, that's Yud, Yud, Kuf, Bez, Gematria Yocheved. There's a remez. The Gematria of Yerach Yaakov, the first and last letters, is the same as Yocheved. Shenolda ben Hachomos shel Mitzrayim, that she is born in between the walls on the way to Mitzrayim. Okay. Now that's one, that's one, that's the first opinion that's talking about Yocheved. Now if you go down the page a little bit, and now go to the very last line of the, of the Midrash, where it says, V'yesh Omri. 
very last line of the Midrash on this page that we're on. Not in the Eitzioseh. V'yesh omrim Yaakov hishlim imahem es haminyan. The second opinion is, who's number 70? Yaakov. Yaakov Avinu is considered part of the 70. So he is part of B'nai Yisrael. You might think he's not. He's not B'nai Yisrael. He is Yisrael. So this is a very interesting concept in Machshava that Yaakov Avinu himself is considered part of B'nai Yisrael. So even though he's not his own son, but we look at B'nai Yisrael as a people, and he's one of the people, and therefore he could be counted in this family as B'nai Yisrael. Right. And if you count it up, you would see that it doesn't. The number 70 therefore includes Yosef, Menashe, Ephraim, and Yaakov. Now, if you go to the next page, and the Midrash is not just going to give a, a metaphor about this. Omar Rebbe Yitzchak, Rebbe Yitzchak says, Moshol lishte ligionos, shalmelech. This is similar. It's a metaphor to two legions of the king. And these are very chashava words, the Meforshim point out. Diyuk mania vega ustaina. That's like Augustus, that kind of word. Vege ustaina, maybe that's the word. So these are two very chashava legions of the king. nimna im elu When the king counts himself, Amongst this legion, they're considered complete and whole. And when he counts himself with the other group, they're considered complete. So whichever group the Melech identifies with himself, they're shalim. What's the mashal? There's 69 people. When Yaakov Avinu is counted with them, now it's a mispar shalim, just like the legions of the king. He's part of it. Now, in terms of the Meforshe HaTorah, I mentioned at the beginning of the Shia Rashi, who says Yocheved is the 70th. That was the first opinion in the Midrash. The Evan Ezra goes with this opinion, that it's Yaakov Avinu. And I'm just going to read the Evan Ezra for you for a minute. And he says, First, he goes into the fact that Yochevet is very, very old. As, as becomes very old, as, as we know, she gives birth to Moshe at the age of 130. He says, and what is correct in my eyes, that Yaakov Avinu is in the number 70. And from Yaakov, the 70 starts. He's really the source of the whole thing. Ki'ilu Amar, as if the Torah said, Kol Nefesh Banav Ubenosav, all of his sons and daughters, I guess the ones who were counted, Im along with him, Shaloshim Vishalosh, would be 33. That goes back to when they counted the Dene Leah. And if you count them up, there's only 31. Similar question is to here. You add Dina, that's 32. You add Yaakov, that makes 33. So just like he's part of the 33, 
of that first group of people, he's part of the 70. Because it says earlier, Yaakov and his sons. Okay, now he says at the very end, Menashe and Ephraim did not come to Mitzrayim, they were born there, and that's where they lived. Yaakov is part of the Cheshbon, and now he says a closing line, one of the Eben Ezra classic phrases, he also has a nefesh. Vahu ha'ikr, and he's the main one. Now, it's always difficult to understand the riddles of the Evan Ezra. It's very cryptic and esoteric in many of his comments. Why does he say that? Ki nefesh vahu ha'ikr. He also has a soul and a life, and he's the main one. Now, we would think he didn't have a nefesh. I think it may be coming to address that same point that Rashi and the Kliyakur did. It says, Shivim Nefesh, Lashon Yachid, singular. Why? Because that really is focusing on Yaakov Avinu. He's the Iker. He's the main one there. Everybody else is his descendants. So, Nefesh, Lashon Yachid, Yeshlo. He's the Shivim Nefesh. That word is referring to him. It's Marame's to him, because he's the main one. He's the main person. That's my own interpretation of the Evan Ezra. That's how I understand that last statement. But Bechol Ofen, we see he's going with the second opinion in the Midrash that Yaakov Avinu is one of the 70. Mrs. Fran, yeah, please. Is Eva saying that Sarah Fatsasha was the one Yes, yes, that's coming up. Sarah is going to be one of the possibilities as well. So far, we have two. Yeah, Dory, please. I have no idea where I saw this. Okay. That's coming up. <laughs> we could put it all together. We'll get it. We'll get it right. Thank you. Pardon me? Right. <laughs> We're pushing 70, right? <laughs> please, Ilana. Why, according to most of the is not So, because he's not B'nai Yisroel. He's not B'nai Yaakov. He is Yaakov. He is Yisrael. So he wouldn't be included in that. Right. So it, there, there are kind of suki in that point in both directions. I agree with you. You, you could justify it and say, kol nefesh you know, everybody, that means him, him as well. So you've got suki that, are, that seem to say, yotze yerech Yaakov, and then Yaakov himself. That's why you have, I think, this different of opinion. Yes, please. Right. That's a nice shot. And he is. He is part of Kla Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael. That's Yaakov. Who would think that Yaakov Avinu isn't 
part of it. It's just once you start talking about Yotze Yerech Yaakov and B'nai Yisrael, then maybe that's not referring to him. But certainly as a people, Yaakov Aminu is part. Yes, please, Mr. Shum. That phrase, Yotze Yerech Yes, yeah. Is that Yeah, so that is right over here. That Pasuk is in Pasuk Chafad. Yotze Yerech, sorry, Yotze Yerecho, excuse me. Mavad Neshe B'nei Yaakov, Kol Nefesh Yishim Meshesh. Yotzei Yerecha. Yes, Sandy, please. Um, when you said the first letter and the last letters of Yerecha, Yerech Yaakov, right. Equaled Yochevet, did right. you mean the actual letters? Or the Gematria. The Gematria. Yes, let's just look at it. I kind of, I said it quickly, but let's look at it for a second. So, um, Yerech Yaakov, so that's Yud, Yud, or the two Rashi Tevos, that's 20. Then Chaf makes 40, and Bez makes 42, and the Gematria of Yochavet is 42. <coughs> okay, now, the next opinion, uh, on the second page of our Midrash photocopy, V'yesh Omrim, about five lines down. V'yesh Omrim HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hishlim Imohem Es Haminyan. Some say Hashem himself was included in the number 70, Kiviyochel, and he's the one who made it complete. So, Dori, that's where you heard it from, was from the Midrash, right? Hashem himself. Now, really, really very nice um, HCO safe here. If you move over to the right side of that page, but you have to drop down about 10 lines, it's actually the first wide line of the HCO safe in the middle. V'yesh omrim ha-kodesh hishlin. There are those who say that Hashem himself was mashling the number 70. Mipirkei de Rebbe Eliezer, from the Midrash, Pirkei de Rebbe Eliezer, mashma, it implies, it sounds, where do you get this from? Deme anochi ereid imcha mitzrayma. There's a nevuah that Yaakov has on his way down to Egypt, which is right before these psukim. Hashem appears to him and he says, I will go down to Mitzrayim with you. So the Pirkei Rebbe Eliezer is saying, so you see, Hashem is one of the 70. I'm going, I'm going along with you. Anochi eridim ha-Mitzrayimah. Diyekla, that's where it gets it from. And then he just brings down another um, remus to that from something else, but that's the main thing, was Anochi eridim ha-Mitzrayimah. Okay, so that is three. Three opinions. Now back in the Midrash, V'yesh Omrim, and others say, Chushim ben Don. It's Chushim, the son of Don, Hishlim imohem es haminyan. That he was mashlim, the number to 70. So what would be our question on this? Isn't he already counted, right? He's mentioned. He's mentioned with the Shvatim and their sons. Don had one son, apparently, his name was Hushim. So why, why is all of a sudden he counted twice? But that's what the Midrash is saying. And the Torah of Rebbe Meir, in the Sefer Torah of Rebbe Meir, which some say means his perush, his notes on the Torah, not his actual Sefer Torah, Matsu Kasiv, it says... Instead of ubenei don chushim, it says uben don chushim. And the son of don was chushim. Now what's this talking about? If you look a little earlier, Pasuk Chav Gimel, where it's going through the Shvatim and their children, 
It says, B'nai Dun Chushim. What's wrong with that Pasuk? It's B'nai. B'nai. It's one son. How do you get B'nai? It should say, Uben Dun Chushim. But the Pasuk says, Beferush, Ubenei Dun Chushim. So they point out that in Rabbi Meir's Sefer Torah, in his Torah, it says, Uben Dun Chushim. Now, what should be our question on that? Besides the fact that he's already counted. On the, on the Torah, what's that? Right, which is correct. Isn't one of those Torah's puzzle? <laughs> B'nai or Ben? One of those is not good. One extra letter, one missing letter, it's not a kosher Sefer Torah. So that's why some of them before she wanted to say, it doesn't mean his actual Sefer Torah, Rabbi Meir. It means his notes on the Torah, his commentary on the Torah, his interpretation. You see it somewhere else as well. In Sefer Voracious, when Hashem gives kosnos or, to Adam and Chava, he gives them clothing. So it says clothing of ore with an iron, leather, skin, animal skin. Rashi says it was very soft, it was very warm. The Gemara says, the Torah show Rabbi Meir, in Rabbi Meir's Torah it says kosnos ore with an aleph, clothing of light, kosnos ore. There's a big mimer on this, on the, on the uh, Mori Naim, uh, one of the great Sifri Hasidus, and he asked this question. One of those Sifrei Torah is puzzle. One says an eye and one says an Aleph. So how do you deal with that? So he has his own shot. But that's the same idea. And some say there that it means Rabbi Meir's approach to Torah was so great that it generated kosnos or clothing of light with an Aleph. But that's another example of this same question which is here. So we're still kind of stuck, though, back to our point, because... Chushim is only one person, and yet the Torah considers him like two, according to this. So let's see what's happening there. Go to the HCO safe on the side. V'yesh omrim the Chushim ben Dun. Some say that Chushim ben Dun is the extra one making 70. The afal pisha kavar nimna b'cheshbon hashishim v'tesha. Even though he's already counted in the number 69, he is considered like two people. Because he produced a huge population of people. And that's why the Pasuk says, and his sons were done. Even though that's only one person, it calls him B'nai because he is going to turn into thousands of people. How many? 70,000 people. So the Midrash points out over here that the B'nai Binyamin were 10, and a couple of generation, generations later, they're 40,000. Chushim is one, and a couple of generations later, he's 70,000. One person. So a lot of people came from him, and that's why he's counted twice. For him and for what he became. To me, that's very fascinating, because we're counting the same person two times. Yeah, please, Elka. Um, I was kind of almost just confounded. Mm-hmm. What, didn't they say that he was dead? Yes. That, well, that's, blind, that's a blind person. A summa is nefshav kames. Now, a deaf person, 
but that really means a deaf mute person. And I would even have to add to that in those earlier times when they had no means of communication and therefore no mental development. So therefore they're considered to be not a bardas. You see many times in the Mishnah, Cheresh, Shoteh, Kotan, those three people, they're not b'nei das. So they're not considered to be chayiv and mitzvahs. That is a deaf mute. A true deaf mute has no means of communication. It does not have therefore proper development. In our times, Baruch Hashem, we don't really have that. Because the people who are deaf in our times have hearing implements, and even if they can just hear vibrations, it's still considered to be halachically that they hear. And they can communicate, and they do. So because of that, we would say, a cheresh in our time is high of mitzvot, and certainly intelligent people. Cheresh in those times was not, was not the case because of that isolation and no means, really, to develop any sense of real communication skills. So it was interesting that he gets counseled twice, right. which shows that he did have means of communication. He was a bardas. Yeah, and clearly he knew what was happening because he saw uh, he saw Esav arguing over the. And he said, sorry, and he chopped off his head, and that was that. So he knew what he was doing. Baruch Hashem, a Pushim Ben Dan, took care of Esau. I mean, that's where he got counted twice. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's true, right? That, that deserves a second counting. Okay, so that's four. What do we have so far? Yocheved, Yaakov, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Chushim Ben Dan. Sandy, yes. <coughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. And this is one of the primary psukim that they learn that from, the one that's quoted in the Pirkei de Rebbe Eliezer, Anochi Ereid, I'm going down with you. Hashem says, I'll be with you in Galus. Kaviyochal, I'll suffer along with you in Galus. And we'll all be redeemed together out of Galus. I'll be together. Imo Anochi Bitsara, I'm with you in your pain. When we got out of Mitzrayim, Hashem got out of Mitzrayim, we refer to that in the Hoshanis on Sukkot that we say, there's several psukim, about Hashem being, Kiviyochel, being redeemed along with Kla Yisra. Yeah, and that applies all through history. Okay, so we have one more shot, and you can now skip to the next page. Page three of the handout. And we're going to get to one, two, three, four lines down. V'yesh Omrim, and others say, Serach bas Osher hishlima imahen es haminyan. That Serach, the daughter of Usher, completed the minions. And Mrs. Fran, that's the one that you were referring to. She makes number 70. Now you could have a similar question as before. She's counted. Serach bas Usher is counted. So why would she be counted twice? So one, one opinion is that it's because of her greatness. She was such a great person that she's counted twice. And other people say, I, I had not seen this before until this year, that she was actually Usher's adopted daughter. And Serach Bas Usher, her biological father, 
was a different descendant of Leah. It doesn't say who. So her biological father was one person, and her adopted father, Usher, is another person, and that's why they're counted as, that's why she's counted as two. The daughter of him, the daughter of him. Right. That's what, that's what one of the Mephorshim says. Now, if you take a look at um, the HCO safe, right side of the page, four lines down, Beshivim Elef Ayanotas, sorry, Vyesh Omrim Serach Bas Usher Hishlima. Some say, it's Serach Bas Usher, she completed the number. Afalpi Shahi Bichlal Hamanuyim Beparsha, even though once again she is amongst those who were already enumerated, Usavirale, and they say, the Chashuva Kishnayim Mitzad Chasidusa Vichachmasa. Because she's considered like two people because of her great piety and her great wisdom. She's like two. That's Serach Bas Usher, and as we know, she plays an important role later on as well in the Geula. Now, the, the Midrash there, um, if you go back to the Midrash, now let me just see if, if I can find that other comment for a minute about the um, adopted... Sarah, let me just see if it's, if it's on this page. I may have seen it somewhere else. Let me just see if it's here. No. Okay. So if you, if you travel down the page a little bit, what's happening here is many hundreds of years later in history, Yoav is about to enter a certain city, and a woman comes there, and she tells him, are you going to destroy this city? And who is this woman? Serach Bas Asher. That would mean she is over 600 years old. So if you follow this, just kind of drop down the page a little bit and go to V'amar La. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine lines up. V'amar La. So he said to her, Yoav said to her, Man at, who are you? Umrale, she says, Anochi, Shalume, Emune, Yisroel. I am the complete, whole, trustworthy Jewish people, or amongst the Jewish people. Shalume, like Lashon of Shalom, Shalem, and Emuna, Lashon of Emuna. So what's this word, Shalume? Strange word, right? Zakta Midrash. Anihu shehishlamti minyanan shel Yisroel the Mitzrayim. I'm the one who completed the number 70 of the Jewish people in Mitzrayim. I'm the Mashlim Hadavor. So she calls herself Shalume because she's the one who completed the number. And now she is almost 700 years old. When this happened, I think I just saw she's 674 years old. Yose, and then she also says, Anihu shehishlamti ne'amon l'ne'amon. I'm the one who made whole, meaning I transferred over one ne'amon, one trustworthy person, to another ne'amon, to another. And who was that? Yosef Lamosha. I handed over Yosef to Moshe. Do you remember what that means? What Sarah did? Sandy, yeah. I think she told um, Moshe that the clock 
Right. She told Moshe Rabbeinu where Yosef's coffin was. Because if you remember, the leaving Mitzrayim, Moshe Rabbeinu can't find Yosef's coffin. He says, we have a pledge to you that we're going to take you out of here, but we don't know where you are. The Mitzrayim either sunk him in the Nile, one opinion, or they put him in a huge uh, catacomb of uh, hundreds of coffins. So he says to Yosef, you better come out now or we're going to have to leave. The Chachamim say his coffin rose to the top. But Serach Bas Osher was the one who identified where Yosef was to Moshe. So that's Hishlamti Ne'eman L'Ne'eman. Shalumi, sorry, Shalume Emune. The word Shalume is Hishlamti. The word Emune is Ne'eman. I gave over one Ne'eman to the other. Now take a look at the Eitz Yosef. And it's almost at the end of the thin lines of the Eitz Yosef. Ani hi shehishlamti. I'm the one who completed the number 70. Shehayu chaserim echad leminyan shivim. That they were missing one for the 70. Venimneis shnei pa'amim. And I was counted twice. Or she was counted twice. Vihishlim hacheshbon. And she made it complete. Vizuhi raya lamanda omar serach bas osher hishlimo haminyan. This is a proof to this very last opinion that she's the one who made it whole, who made it 70. Ve'ericha yamin, and she lived a long time. Shekavar bas, there it is. Tuf, reish, pei, dalachana. She was already 684 years old. Ve'niskayimba, and it was fulfilled in her, the pasuk, yiras Hashem, tosif yamin. For those who fear God, they get long days. So she sure did. And one would say, like the other opinion that, uh, like the, the, Midrash, the commentary we saw, because of her chasidus and her chachma, she was counted as 70. It would also be l'chorah, the same reason why she lived such a long life, based on that pasuk. So we come, we're coming away with five possibilities. Yochevet, Yaakov, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Chushim Bendon, Serach Bas Usher. If you count all of them, that makes 74. But it's really 70, depending on how you make the cheshbon, right? Any questions? Rev, say that comment there? Huh? Yeah, please, Mr. Schumann. Questions? She was in the original Yes. Account. Oh, right. right. So she and Hushim, she's counted twice, or Hushim is counted twice. So really what you're saying is it's not 74. It's really 72. And two of them are counted twice. And HaKadosh Baruch is not a person. <laughs> Yaakov also, right? So we're, I think we're kind of narrowing it down to 70, like we're, we're getting there, right? Yochavit, right. I think we have more questions and answers in Judaism. Yeah, we do. More questions and answers. It's also, I always, you know, you know, I always say this, whenever the Torah or the Chachamim say, it's this number, it's not really that number, right? It's like, it's like that number, it's a little more, it's a little less, and you have to figure out what the number really is, because that's what Jews do, right? We figure out what's really going on here. The Torah Shadisav says something, and Torah Shabbat we grapple with what does it really mean. Uh, yes, please, Sandy. Um, where does it say that Sarah was adopted? I was looking for that commentary, and I didn't find it. I think that it must be uh, in the different midrash. There's two copies I was so, looking at, so it's got to be in this one. It's in a commentary? Yeah, it's in a commentary. It's not in, it's not in the midrash itself. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, that was his second wife. So for, yes, 
Yeah, that would be uh, Usher being the step, for the adopted father of her, right. Yeah, please, Arthur. She slammed in that mud, yeah. But when you go into the Asiosif, it says, Anihi. Right. So it would be Anihi, is correct. He's, he's correcting. He, he, he looks at it that that's a misprint, because she's talking about herself, and she's, she's feminine. Probably the letter Chaf Beis probably corrects that. Let me just see for a minute. No, it just tells you other sources where this is spoken about. Gemara Sota, Tosefta, Midrash Rabbah, Mechilta, a lot of sources that are talking about this. So he, is, it's actually the correct uh, dictuk here. Yeah. Robson, yeah, please. No, I just want to show counted twice for her piety and her wisdom. Yes. Do those two usually cancel each other out, like the fact that she could have both of those, she gets counted twice? Uh, the fact that she's pious and she's wise. Right. Do they usually cancel each other out? you got to be one or the other. <laughs> I don't know. Food for thought. <laughs> okay, any other questions? Yeah, Dory, please. Is there anyone who doesn't take her age literally? <laughs> Let's think for a minute. I mean, in a certain way, we, we have, we're, we're forced to say, even if this is, let's say, a different opinion, not her. So she Could it be a is there. What's that? Could it be a descendant of hers? Who yeah. Her yeah, so... I don't know. I, just, I hesitate to say that without seeing it in one of the Mephorshim. So maybe, but without seeing that inside, I, I don't want to say for sure. Yeah. But they added up the, the, the years, right? Yes. Between when she knows she was born until Yod. To Yod, right. Because the Beis was 480 years later, approximately, that they came in. So you're talking about a very long life. She already, she's already a couple hundred years old, we know, because she's alive when they go to Mitzrayim. She's one of the 70. She's alive when they're leaving Mitzrayim because she pointed out to Moshe Rabbeinu where Yosef is buried. That means she's at least 210 years old already. And now you got another 480 years till the end of David HaMelech's life, approximately. That's where we get the, the total number there. So whether it was uh, 230 or whether it was 6, 7, either way, she lived a really long life. <laughs> yes, Sandy, please. So you, um, when Noah was entering the city, yeah. she came up to him and said, I'm the one who completed the number 7. Yeah. Did she do something else where she just said that to him? The, the context is here that she's kind of explaining to him who she, who she is, okay. and she doesn't want him to destroy this city. Okay. And that's, that's the context of the comment, yeah. Okay, Yashir Kocher, everybody. And we do have one more shir. Uh, next week, one more class. And Baruch uh, Habo, nice to see Mrs. Sharon Kowalski. Welcome. Nice to see you. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody, and a wonderful week. That's fun. It's okay. So we're on for tomorrow morning with Rosh Hashanah? Okay, great. Connected to the two great things, you know.